Okay, so we want to do some practical applications of Alexis Neiris. And um, we have to bear in mind um, the main three reasons for lighting Shabbos candles. Okay? The first two are covered for owning Shabbos. You know what covet is? They cover before you do. The Gon says all the things you do before Shabbos. Owning are all the things you do on Shabbos. You know, covet is honor, owning is enjoyment. So covet and owning you fulfill by lighting on the Shabbos table. That's what Ramah says in Sifyud. Especially today where the Shabbos cancel the table are for ambiance and not illumination. What's the third reason? Shalom bodies. And you don't bump into things. That the requirement applies to all rooms in the house that you're using over shops. Yes. Yeah. Basically, they had no electricity. Yeah. Right. So that's why covered awning is a very real, very real reason. The ambiance, you know, make it nicer, you know. I, I haven't never seen it, but people have told me they use colored oil sometimes. You ever seen those? Candles use different oils, colored oils, make really nice, but instead of using wax, most people use wax candles, but it's a notion of the ambiance. You, know, you see a lot of nice candles, and well, you're making a good point. Um, but the third reason is, is because of bumping into things. So theoretically speaking, I want you to get this. You can wear a set of rock on candles that are just for covered owning, theoretically. Like like Orange just said, you got all these lights, even if they're not for showing bias. Like the candles that we light on Shabbos tables every Friday night. Like Orange said, you got lights. <clears throat> so, theoretically, you can recite rock on candles that are just for covered owning, and theoretically, you can also recite rock on candles that are just for showing bias. The Mechavim Sivvav teaches that when a, woman is, when a room is designated for you, you can recite a bracha on the candle that will be used for Shalom Bayis. So you can really splice these reasons. You follow me, Arya? Probably the only you can say a bracha on, and Shalom Bayis can say a bracha on. So let's, let's get to a practical thing. All the guys were asking yesterday about the dormitory, okay? Everyone has a room in the dorm, yeah? So what do you do about Lucas Nairus, okay? Because you don't have a wife, right? And um, maybe you put it on the chat, you know, where is everybody who wants it? You put it on the chat already? Yeah, you can't do two things at once with the computer? Well, I'm just kidding. Okay? Alright. Got your uh, math and computer ways. Okay, you ready? Alright, it would seem that in principle, a boy living in yeshiva meets all of the requirements for lighting Shabbos candles. You got this? This is, this is you guys. He's required to light Shabbos candles, the covered Shabbos, because he's not yet with his parents. We're not in yeshiva with them. As quoted in the name of Rabbi earlier. Additionally, the room he sleeps in is not usually used at all by the owner or the management of the institution for their own needs. Does President Berman use a room? I don't, I don't think so, no. I don't think President Berman goes into your room, no. So additionally, the, what'd you say? Hey, he's not the president, bro. Rabbi Yoder sleeps in the dorm room? Where? Oh, really? In Morgue, you mean? The bottom of Morgue? Some headed there, uh, What did you say? Some headed there after Shabbos. Oh, it's nice that they put them up. <laughs> His mom lives in Monson. Do they charge him? I don't know. 
I ever tell you the story when I was a senior in high school, I came to visit my brother was in NYU, and my brother was in the love chair. And he, I, I guess I was resting. I didn't, when I came, I, I don't know, someone got the stomach flu when I came that night. And, um, and the next morning, I was resting, and then he came in the room and said, you know, you want to go see the love? So I ran down to see the love. He had just went into the apartment after finishing shooting. I was tempted to, to knock on the door so I could open the door so I could see him. I wanted to see you, but I didn't think it'd be respectful. So I never, I never got to see him in my life. And that was my one opportunity. I missed it. We went back. I remember my brother. It was Jordan's, Jordan's rookie year. And I, we went to the game, went to the Knicks, Knicks Bulls game. And I think it was the only game in his career that he never, he didn't score in the one half. I don't think there's any other he scored all he didn't score one half at all. And then I remember a dunk though that he made. I don't remember, I don't remember, but I remember there was one dunk, you know used to hang on the rim after dunking? I'll never forget that. But it was in the old garden, bad, there was people were, you know, smoking marijuana. In the in the stadium, so they're right behind you get a headache, you know. Because we had really we didn't have good seats. But I remember that. Okay. So, so let's think about this. You know, President Berman never comes in, right? So he would be, so since he never comes in, based on what we said yesterday, you have your own room. It's for you. So if the, ho if the host is not ever coming in, so you should be required to light candles for Sean Bias in your room. You don't want to bump into things and break your toe. On the other hand, most of the dorm is prohibited lighting candles in the room due to fire hazards. We know that. There's been stories. In America, machines, I think, in, in, in Tells, God forbid, in Cleveland, there was years ago a fire, I think it was in Austin, Israel, I'm not sure. But there's been, there's been terrible fire, there's been, in the history of the machines in America, just in the 1900s, there's been tragedies. I think there was one in Tells, in Cleveland, all sure. I'm not sure if there's one in Israel. I know, I know when I was a guy's age, Maybe a little, I think it was a little bridge. There was a walker on on well firm from Minnesota that got killed. He might have been drunk driving. And then on well firm. Um, so but a fire I don't know if they ever had, but it could be that they did, I'm not sure. But I know it tells Cleveland there was, so you understand. So what are you supposed to do? What's the Yeshiva buffer supposed to do? You guys are paying for Chavez? And we gotta get together, you know, argue the uh, place, you know, the you know, so I can call people. On Friday, because I want to, you know, I got to get to places. You got to go to a place for the and his wife. Is everyone coming? Yehuda told me wasn't sure. Is anyone else not coming besides Yehuda? Oh, okay. At first glance, the best solution would appear to be that in order to fulfill the obligation of public Shabbos, he would need to chip in for the cost of Shabbos candles that would be lit in the dining room. You ever notice when you guys have the meal in the dining room, is there candles lit? There are? I don't know, I'm asking, do they do that? In the in the cafeteria. You don't see candles there? When I was your age they used to have that. Problem is that most yeshivas don't ask to come in and chip in for the cost of candles. He's assuming that they lit in the Kataroko. In such a yeshiva, how are the boys to fully obligation running shabbos candles? Who's in charge of that? Really the wait no one in the waiter's lights? You should find out. Aren't you a waiter? So how come no one likes? I can, I can, I can talk to the 
Uh, uh, maybe the mashpiyah likes in the back. Who's the mashpiyah from all you? Leo Levinson? Yeah, I know Leo. Maybe he likes. Let's look into it. Rav Sternbach in Shuvas for Huggins in the Kaddish that when the Mishabura states that if a boy is staying and eating by his host, he does not need to be instructed to prove it. That applies even when there is no form of all bias, when everyone is eating together the kids in a permanent manner. Therefore, since the boys live in the yeshiva and always eat together in the dining room, one of them can light on behalf of everyone else. But is, is someone doing that? we got to look into that. Someone should be lighting on behalf of everyone. Because you view this whole thing as all, all one structure. Okay? So that's the way you do the yotza. Through the guy that lights in the, in, the, in the dining room, you should just find out if someone's doing that. What happens if you invite your friend from a different yeshiva to your yeshiva for Shabbos? You know, you ever do that? They allow you to do that, right? You have to tell people. They used to allow us to do You have to tell guys before now? You have to tell your grown counselor you're bringing someone in? But they're fine with it, no? Since he does not learn and reside in yeshiva, how can he be out to his obligation of life? We're sure about quotes from the Balatanya and the Shulazam and the Paskin that just eating at one's friend's house on Friday night makes one part of the family. And one could be Yotzer the host of candlelight. Therefore, a boy from a different yeshiva who's eating in our, your yeshiva is also Yotzer with like the parents of the yeshiva. Similarly, if the yeshiva bugger gets invited out for a Friday night meal by one of the young Kololites couples and no longer relies on lights in the dining room because he's in a meeting there, he can still fulfill his obligation to get a shot for his host because he's considered part of the family. Right? I know Benji, oh, and you, and, and you guys, I know Benji's been, anyone of you guys been in my daughter's? Nothing and Rockle? You should, you, you should introduce yourself from the Nothing. You know, or I told you, oh, you know, you should. Elias, when you're here, are you also? Benji's been there. Good, good food, you know? Yeah. Good food, good company, good conversation. <laughs> oh, you're supposed to smile, are you all right? Don't worry about the exam. Yeah, yeah he's an unbelievable guy, this guy. Nice if you named after my father-in-law. He's a genius. More importantly, it's about me. He's such a nice smile. Yeah, you know. What'd you say? It's a beauty, yeah. Sturmbach then argues on this point. Listen. It holds that eating in someone else's house is not a sufficient reason to be considered part of the family, unless you are sleeping there as well. Did you see you throw Therefore, you would need to be mishpatted to fruit them. So in other words, if you go to my daughter's house, you're not going to eat Friday night in the calf, then you need to be mishpatted to fruit them before Shabbos, Similarly, if a boy visits a different yeshiva, he's not considered part of the family, and he should be mishpatted to fruit them or ask the person who is lighting to be mocked as someone that can't to him. Well, my many folks will make it like the Shomel Zalman, and we'll assume this is the Psaac in the next few cases discussed. So in other words, you become part of the yeshiva, and you become part of the family, and there, wherever you're eating, you don't have to light. Now, what I'm bothered by is what's about lighting in the room. How come he's not, not talking about that? Yeah, go ahead, Ori. No, you don't, according to the Sturmbach, you don't have to. You can be Yotsu through there. I'm just wondering, what about your own room? I guess you, have, you can't light your own room, but let's see if he talks about that. The above discussion relates to athletes who let the kids, oh, 
for COVID owning Shabbos, the ambiance, yes? What is Allah concerned the ambiance of Yeshua for writing Yeshua for showing bias? Ah, so he answers my question. He answers my question. What do you do about the showing bias? Okay, you saw you all right? We missed the last few days. Okay, okay, sure. Good to see you back. And do the tices. We'll finish the tices today. Certainly, we've got a lot to do. Therefore, we need to start with the proof. Okay, so what do you do about the second? You know we're good to see you. What do you do about the second day of Shabbat Bible? There's almost on the Shabbat Shabbat passes. There's no need to write a clean on the room. There's enough light in the hallway. The Shabbat Bible is not an issue. Is that true? In your rooms in the dorm, if you need your door open, you can come like helps, doesn't it? Yeah. So don't worry about that Shabbat Bible issue. You know what I mean? In your own room, in your room, in your dorm room. If you open up the hall, the door is shining. You can see it. I like it. You know what I mean? Can you, can you guys, you guys, if you open up the door, then there's enough light in the hallway. Can you see what's in your room? Yeah. Huh? See in your room? Yeah. The same room, no? Shabbos lamp's even better, though. Yeah. Shabbos lamp's even better. But he says, as long as there's room in the hallway. Okay. Now listen to this. So as I'm asking, the kids are living in the dining room of Yeshiva, they need to be visible from every angle of the room in order to consider covered Shabbos. I mean, if the guy's lighting in the kitchen, that's really not good. They used to light out where the waiters would eat. I remember, on the table. If this is not possible, then whoever lights the Shabbos candles should either light many candles around the dining room or turn off the electricity in the dining room, turn it back on, and immediately light Shabbos candles afterwards. I mean, mind that the electric lights are included. Thus, the electric lights have the status of Shabbos candles. They're also visible in one room. So we need to, we need to look into that, yes, if you can. I remember, remember we had uh, last year my friend Rabbi Ram Gordon work? Remember, I went to OU, number four man in OU. I always tell him that, like, it's not like they have the CIA, number four man, five man. He always tells me it's like number 15. He's an owner. But, he was very close to me. He was the guy by Yeshua when I was the guy's age. And he would light, I remember, in the, the form of he would light for us. The whole uh, holy shoe. I don't know if they do that up. Maybe they're lying on electricity. I, I don't know. But no one turns it on. I'm ashamed to cover Shabbos. So we do Tzchazer over this. So what do we say? We began by saying that we're covered and owning. You could say a bracha for that. And you could say a bracha for Shalom Bias too. So when you lighten your shoe, you can't lighten your dorm room. So you lighten the calf, and everyone's subsumed under the calf. Problem is you gotta make sure they're lighting in the calf. That fulfills the cover of the and the ambiance. The question is really about Shalom Bayan's issue. So you have the light in the hallway, or you could use a Shabbos lamp, like Oren said, and you wouldn't say, a, you theoretically could say a brach on that. You really could. You theoretically could say a brach on that. Um, the only problem with that is, Oren, is that we said it's better on a battery. Remember we said that? Because you're plugging in the wall, there's new energy every second, you know? So you really should rely on a battery, we don't have that. So I wouldn't say a buck on the roof. I would light it all for it, and having in mind, I would turn it on from the for couple shops. And the brook hopefully wherever you're eating in the in the in the calf or and by uh, one of the one of the cuddler guys, um that brought and you don't have to be shot to the food to the corner of Shomazama, the corner of Shermat will do. So you can rely on the Shomazama, the Lachlan Mice. Okay? Now, um, 
let's mention one more, and then we're gonna we got a short save. We got Shir Levin. Um, similarly, what is the halacha if a single boy goes to a friend's ufruf and sleeps in a neighbor's house, but eats with the chassan in the shul's hall? That happens a lot. No, you go to a friend's ufruf, you stay at different people. It's like what, it's like what's gonna happen in the Shabbat tunnel, right? You sleep with different people. Except we're not going to be eating in the shul, we'll be eating in our house. Where should you light the Shabbos candles? If you hold it in on, eating in someone's house, the first obligation is lighting candles. And that's why my wife lights for you guys. In the case of the Baal Simcha, then they might light their house because before she comes to shul, and the guy does not fulfill his obligation of Shabbos candles in her home. Therefore, in such a case, every abuse of the vegetables to chip in for the cost of Shabbos candles in the house he's sleeping at. Or ask the hostess to be mocking you part of the candles and making sure that the candles are still lit when the boys return to their host. So everyone got that? So you really should give a quarter, Jonathan, to the place where you're sleeping. In this case, um, Lamai said, because you know, everyone, you know, we're shooting we're, you know, if you're gonna eat in the person's house, um, you know, it makes a lot of sense. Where you should light the Shabbos candles, even if you hold someone's house, even if someone's house, of course, your obligation of lighting the candles, you're not eating in the house. This is about to light in her house before she comes to shul. The guy doesn't fulfill his obligation to lift the candles in the home because there's nothing to do with them. He's not sleeping there, he's not eating them. At least by us, you're eating them, right? Yeah, go ahead. What do you say, Ben? So, I don't think so. The gift is for a coach of cold. Can't, can't they also? I don't think so. I think so. so it's not, it might not be too nice, you know. It might diminish your, you know, giving a gift. Oh, by the way, I want to, I want some of the bottle of wine to be for the candles, you know what I mean? I don't know if that's, it might, be, it might not be needless, you know. You guys don't have to bring anything. I always give out to the people that are hosting, so you don't have to bring anything, okay? Okay, let's break here. Uh, I wanted to, you know, just, um, so tomorrow,